Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Five steps, uh, five keys to victory. Can you hear me now? Praise the Lord. Amen. Five keys to victory. Number one was prayer. Number two was um, have no fear. Number three is faith. Number four to having key uh, or having victory, a key that you need in your life. Number four is vision. Vision, vision, vision. And the reason why I believe the Lord put me there uh, or put that in my spirit to preach on is because there's a lot of people wandering around like the children of Israel did for 40 years in the wilderness. They have no vision, so therefore they have no, they don't think they have purpose. So they're wandering around aimlessly trying to find out what they're supposed to do and they never find out what they're supposed to do because they never stop enough listening to God to find out what they're supposed to do. They're not walking in their calling. They're not fulfilling the gift uh, that is on the inside of them or gifts that's on the inside of them. So they're discouraged themselves and they don't understand. Well, I can tell you the biggest part of that, you have no vision. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, I wasn't going to preach on that, but I might just preach on that. But, uh, you, uh, but the fifth key uh, in order to walk in victory is that you must praise your way through. Praise cure is the greatest thing. Lily B. Yeoman said this. She said, I found out a lot of cures. She was a medical doctor for 35 years and then became a professor or a teacher uh, for the Word of God. And they asked her, they said, how many cures have you seen? She said, I've seen the mud cure. I've seen the uh, 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 leaf cure. I've seen all these cures. She said, but there's only one cure that will cure everything. And she said, that's the praise cure. <laughs> Somebody say amen. So the praise cure gets you through. When a lot of things don't get you through. Amen. Because you can pray, you can proclaim, you can believe God, you can have faith, and you can fast, you can worship, you can go to a, a church, and you can witness, you can tithe, you can do all these things. But there's something that comes down, and it's like a secret sauce. It's when you've done all you can do, now you just lift up your hands and you say, Thank you, God, that I worship you, that it's coming to to pass and I'm going to praise my way through because I know victory is coming to my house. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Man, I could just preach on any of those. I'm just telling you, like I, I love the Lord gave me those five keys and I, I, I really don't know. Uh, I was going to preach on faith. I, I, y'all want faith or victory? I don't know. Praise the Lord. I, I, I don't know which way to go here. I, I just got stirred up on vision there. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. You want me to preach on vision, Pastor? I don't know. Uh, I was going to preach on faith, amen, but maybe, maybe we just can turn in a little bit of vision and faith. Is that all right? Amen. So let me say this. There's a couple of things I need to say. It's not okay. Everybody say not okay. It's not okay for the Word of God to not work for a Christian. It's not okay. It's not okay for a Christian to not have the Word of God working in their life. If the Word is not working for you, then I don't know what you're believing. Amen. Because the Word works. I said the Word works. But guess what else works? Faith works. Somebody say amen. Somehow, some way in this 2023 era that we used to 
believe God. We used to trust God. We used to use our faith and watch things come to pass in somehow, some way. Maybe our faith is not maybe at this church, but our faith has waned a little bit. And we, we, we make excuses sometimes and we start saying, well, the devil's just attacking more now than he ever has before. Listen, the same God is the same God on the throne in 2023 as he was when he made the heavens and the earth. Amen. He's not changed. The word's not changed. Fate's not changed. The blood has not changed. It will never lose its power. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost has not changed. Why are we not believing like we used to believe? Somebody say amen. That's not for people that's here. Tell people that we didn't come today, all right? So faith works. Listen, I just want to go back over this. You all know this. Y'all come from a great house here that preaches faith, teaches faith, lives faith, breathes faith. But I just want to remind you of faith. Is that all right? There's some things that the Lord, every time I start studying faith, I will tell you this. uh, There's some things that I find out. I'm like, Lord, am I even saved? Praise the Lord. Amen. Like I read Brother Hagin's book one time, Love the Way to Victory, and I read it and I was like, Lord Jesus, I don't even know you. I I don't know what Jesus I got, but I didn't get the right one evidently. Amen. Because I felt like I had to go back and get saved again. Well, praise the Lord. All right. Maybe not you. That's just me. Praise God. But uh, Hebrews 11.1, 1, Hebrews 11.1 1 in the Amplified says, and I'm going to move quick, and i got to move quick. So the Amplified version, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith, now faith. Now understand this, now is not in the original text, but it says faith is. Always faith is. Always faith is. Faith is what? I like the Amplified because he says it's the assurance. It's not only the assurance, but it's the confirmation. And I like this next part. It's the title deed. Somebody shout title deed. Of the things we hope for. Being proof of things we do not see in the conviction of the reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Now, faith is the title deed. Faith is the title deed. Faith is the title deed. Now, this year we began to believe God. We began to sow. My wife had to get a Honda Accord because somebody hit her in the other Honda Accord and they totaled it. It was paid for. So we had to get another Honda Accord a couple of years ago and we believe in God starting in February this year to pay that car off. So we began to sow. We began to speak. We began to declare that we're debt free in Jesus' name and we're still declaring that. And I will tell you this long... Well, uh, let me just finish this and I'll tell you. But, but uh, we believe in God to pay this car off and so we were paying a little extra, a little extra, a little extra. That started in February. February, March, April, May. In May, we still had some money left on that. Several, several thousand dollars. And, um, and so we got a phone call and said, Hey, Wonder if I pay your car off. What do you mean? Wonder. Praise the Lord. You have heard from God. Write the check right now and send it before you change your mind. Praise the Lord. Amen. But watch this. They, they wrote the check out, paid our car off. I took a picture of the check. I took a picture of the teller that I was giving the check to. I took a picture of the receipt when she was giving it back to me. Listen, I done mess with too many banks. I'm going to have proof that I paid you and I paid you off. Amen. And so when I took a picture of that receipt, it had a zero balance. Somebody just shout amen. Amen. And three weeks later in Georgia, they mail you this blue envelope. I don't know about Indiana, but the blue envelope, when you get that, you go to shouting because the blue envelope has a T-I-T-L-E in it and it's called a title. And so you open it up 
And it says certificate of title, Honda Accord, belonged to Jody and Tamala Cagle. And so if Wells Fargo Bank come to my house tomorrow on my doorstep and said, I need your car, I say, no way, baby. I got the title deed and I got proof that this car belongs to us and is no longer yours. Somebody say amen. So can I tell you, our faith is the title deed. Faith in what? Faith in God, but faith in this word. Hallelujah. The word works. Somebody say amen. amen. The word works. So how, what is faith? Faith is the title deed. Number two, how does faith come? This is just rehearsing real quick and we're going to go somewhere. Romans 10, 17. How does faith come? Faith comes by what? Hearing, hearing, hearing by the word of God. That re- Greek word is repetitious. Hearing over and over and over. And, he, and I love the Amplified. He said faith comes by hearing what is told. And what is heard comes by preaching of the message concerning Christ. So what are you hearing? I want to ask you this, because watch this. If faith comes by hearing, then fear comes by hearing. So you got to decide what am I hearing, and then who am I listening to? Because it depends on who you hang around and listening to. If it's promoting faith and encouraging you in faith and increasing your faith, or whether you're listening to somebody that's promoting or encouraging fear in your life. Everybody with me? Can you say amen? So what? how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, but so does fear. What are we listening to? We must be hungry for the Word of God. Listen to what Brother Hagin said. Brother Hagin said, you know how to get miracles? You know how to get miracles. He said this to a pastor in California, uh, him and his wife. He said, you know how to get miracles? And they said, how, Brother Hagin? He said, it's not just by prayer. Listen to this. It's not just by prayer. He said, but it's by hunger. He said, it's by hunger. He said, if you teach the people to be hungry, then God meets the hunger and miracles will take place. So I want to ask you, don't answer, are you hungry for the things of God? Are you hungry for the Word of God? Are you hungry for the very presence of God? Are you hungry to win souls to Jesus? Are you hungry to do what God said to do? To lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Are you hungry to reach out to the lost? Are you hungry to get more of God? You know there is more of God than what we already have. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. There's always more to God. Are you hungry for God? Are you hungry for God more than anything else? We must believe that He is. And that He is a rewarder of those who what? Diligently, 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 day after day after day, what? Seek Him. How many know we got to seek Him? Hebrews eleven six says, without faith. Somebody say, out, without faith. Without faith, it is what? Impossible to what? Walk with God, Amplified says this, walk with God and please Him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seeks Him. Now, this year I I, I aim to uh, try to find some things that I have not known before. And like I said, the Lord gave me these five keys for victory, not to say these are only five keys. Um, but I'm just saying five keys to victory. One of them is having faith in God. And as I began to study this and I began to look at this, it says without faith it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. But why is faith so important that you cannot please God without it? 
Like I begin to ask why. He says without faith it is impossible. You cannot please God without faith. But why? Why is faith so important? And I begin to ask this question and look. I'm going to show you some things. You know what? I'm going to give you the answer straight up. You know why faith is so important? You know why it's impossible to please God without faith? Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Because faith is God's language. Well, praise the Lord. It got quiet up in here. I said, faith is God's language. Faith is God's language. Faith is the only language that God understands. Anybody with me? Can you say amen? amen? Now, understand this. Let me give you an illustration. You got a baby. Who's got a baby in here? Under two years old. Under one year old. Two years old. Praise the Lord. What does that baby do? Ah, he, he, he. Right? Jibber jabber. That's what we call it in Georgia. I don't know what y'all call it here. But it's jibber jabber, right? And so we say, oh, ain't that so sweet? What's that baby saying? I have no idea. And so we say, oh, you know, we do it back like the baby can understand us. Right? And the baby say, like the baby can understand us. Everybody with me? But guess what? As many times as you go, ma, 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 and try to get, talk the language of that baby, guess what? You're, you are not talking the language of the baby. You're trying to di- change your dialect to match the language of the baby. And as the baby grows, what does the baby do? The baby learns the language of you. You say, ma, ma. Dad, dad. I think all of our kids said dad, dad first. Yeah. Praise the Lord. She's here. She can fix me later. Amen. Praise the Lord. So watch. So you try to change your words to match the baby's words, but guess what? They're not going to match. So watch. We cannot change our words besides the words of faith because we will never match up with God's words if we talk fear, doubt, or unbelief. Anybody with me? Can you say amen? Amen. So we got to be a person that talks God's language. You can change the dialect. You can sound like a baby. But you're not a baby. Why? Because you got to talk the language of you. And you are English, right? You understand how to speak English. And so you have to talk the language of God. Somebody say amen. And what is that? The language of faith. Amen. And so watch this. Faith works. If your prayers are not getting answered, can I, can I encourage you? If your prayers are not getting answered, check your communication language. Because the only communication language God understands is faith. The Lord told me this several months ago. I've been saying this everywhere we go. Because uh, here's where a lot of people have been. And I I pray you're never going to be here again if that's where you are. But the Lord said a lot of people are praying prayers out of fear and He can't answer those. So therefore they think God wants them to have that in their life. God never said He could answer prayers of fear. He said in His Word to pray the prayer of faith and that He will answer that. And so a lot of times we get a diagnosis from the doctor and we go to 
calling everybody. We go to begging for a healing and we go to praying out of fear. Listen, God cannot answer prayers of fear because we're praying out of the soul and not the spirit. And so you got to put fear aside. No more fear. That's the second key. I'm not trying to preach that. No more fear. But you got to come over here and you got to rise up in your faith and you got to say, I know that my God heals, that he's still Jehovah Rapha, my healer. And by his stripes, I am the healed of the Lord. Somebody say amen. That's talking the language of faith. And when you talk the language of faith, you're connecting with the faith God. (laughs) And the faith God is going to release the faith of his word that you spoke into existence in your life. Manifestation. Well, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. How do you get the manifestation? By faith. How do you get it from God? Speak his language. What's his language? By faith. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. It takes faith for everything we do. It takes faith to get saved. It takes faith for healing. It takes faith for provision. It takes faith to even pray to somebody you cannot physically see. It takes faith to pray in the Holy Ghost. How many got filled this morning? Say amen. amen. I just want to encourage you. Keep praying in the Holy Ghost is how you stay filled. Amen. So watch this. Luke chapter 8 verse 11. I got to hurry. The seed is the word of God. Luke chapter 8 verse 11. The seed is what? The word of God. Everybody say, the seed is the word of God. Say it one more time. The seed is the word of God. So this morning as you hear the word, every day as you get into the word, you're planting seeds on the inside of you. Amen. Seed is going in you. Seed of what? Seed of the word. Seed of the faith language from God. Seed of revelation knowledge. Seed of the spirit. Seed of Jesus. Seed of the word of God. Amen. It's going on the inside of you. So watch this. When seed goes in you, guess what? It will produce something. Seed will produce something. So watch. The Word works. So as you sow the Word continually on the inside of you, you can't feel this and you can't see this, but there's a faith tree that is growing on the inside of you. Everybody with me? And if you've been in this for about 30 years, your faith tree should be bigger than that pecan tree It's 100 years old. Everybody with me? And you shouldn't just have a fake tree, but you should have some fruit on that fake tree. Right? I said, right? So as you sow the word, you grow the fake tree. So that fake tree grows. And listen, as you grow, you should be believing God for something or for things right now that you could not believe God for 10, 20, 30 years ago. You know that, right? Your faith should have grown where you see that you can believe and speak the word of God and things happen just as much as as ever happened before because your faith has grown. It is a growing cycle with the Lord. Amen. But you can stop the growing cycle if you choose. Amen. Just stop planting seed. Praise the Lord. Anybody grow corn or tomatoes up in here? Apples. Oranges. Y'all ever heard of apples, oranges, corn, tomatoes? Wow. Praise the Lord. I don't grow nothing either. I go to the grocery store. Let me just pretend that y'all grow stuff, okay? 
<laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't know. I thought corn came from Ohio and Indiana. I don't know. Amen. Evidently not. But um, anyway, so <laughs> if you got a cornfield and you don't plant seeds of corn in the fall, you're not going to have a, a harvest any corn stalks, which have corn on the cob on the stalks. Anybody with me? And so after they harvest that, what do they do? Cut it down. Right? What do they do in the spring? Till it back up, and then guess what they do? Sow again. Right? So the reaping keeps going because the sowing keeps going. So how does your faith keep working? Keep sowing the Word. Well, praise the Lord. Keep sowing the Word. Watch this. There's two types of knowledge. I don't know about you, but there's one person I don't want with me and one person I do. Number one type of knowledge. Knowledge without experience. Anybody want to get on a plane with a pilot that has watched Top Gun 14 times but has never flown in his life? No sirree. I'm out of here. Praise the Lord. Hope you make it. But I like a person with knowledge and experience. Anybody with me? Can you say amen? amen? Do you know you serve a God that has knowledge and experience? Yes, you do. You serve a Jesus that's inside of you that has knowledge with experience. He said he's already been through what you're going through. And he's already overcome death. And ain't none of you died because you're still breathing up in here. If you're not, please let us know. Amen. And so as far as I know, you're still alive. So guess what? Jesus even conquered more than we have ever seen or done ourselves. So the greater one lives on the inside of us. And if he lives in us, we can be more than conquerors just like he was through everything he went through because we're never going to face anything harder than he went through. Well, praise the Lord. So you're talking God's language. Have faith in God. Somebody say amen. So how do you turn your faith loose? Romans 4, 17. You know this, as I have written, I'm sorry, as it is written, I've made you a father of many nations. He was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks of those non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. So Mark 4, 14. I like this. Amplified. The sower sows the word. So watch this. What was the seed? The word. Where's the seed coming from? The Word, spiritual seed. So when I read the Word, guess what? I'm planting the seed. Now that I have the seed, now I'm the sower and I've got to sow the seed. How do I sow the seed? Well, it's not keeping the seed tucked in in a safe deposit box, locked up and never getting out. Somebody say amen to that. That's not a river, right? That's a swamp. That never has always coming in, but doesn't have an outlet. Somebody say, don't be the swamp. Praise the Lord. Because you know what a swamp does? It stinks. Because it's a person that never gives out. Always takes, 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 and takes in. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. So the sower's got to what? You got to sow out. How do you sow out? By speaking the word out of your mouth. Call those things that are not as though they already are. Somebody say amen. amen. 
So I got to put the word in, which is seed. The seed is being developed, is producing a fake tree. And then I got to rise up because now I'm the sower because I got some seed on the inside of me and it's called the word of God. So now I got to sow some word. And as I speak the word, angels are writing on those words. The Holy Spirit is writing on those words. And they're causing the words that I speak according to his word to come to pass in my life. Somebody say amen. So it's a cycle. I want to sow some more so I can say some more so I can receive some more. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. So watch Matthew chapter 8. The Bible talks about the great centurion. And Jesus said, I have never found such great faith because the centurion told Jesus. He said, just speak the word only. Don't come to my house to heal my servant. He said, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Right? So watch what Jesus said. He said, I have not found, everybody say found, such great faith. I have not found such great faith. I have not found such great faith. So if he was finding great faith, he must have been looking for great faith. Everybody follow me? He said, I've not found such great faith. So he was looking for great faith. Even the Bible talks about when Jesus comes back, what is He looking for here on the earth? He's looking for faith. The more that I study faith out, I'm telling you, I know why God had told Brother Hagin to teach my people faith. And He gave him the revelation knowledge. I, I understand that more now than ever before. Because listen, he, he, was, he, he was saying to them, is that faith pleases God. Faith is impossible to please God without faith. What is faith? Is God's language. And if we could ever line up our language with God's language, we could say what the Word says about us. We can have what the Word says we can have. We can be what the Word says we can be. We can do what the Word says we can do if we'll speak His language. Speak faith. I said speak faith. It's amazing you get two people together. I heard this the other day in the store. My wife took my wife shopping. One lady said, he goes with you? I said, yeah, I'm just the money. That's all, praise the Lord. I pushed the buggy and she has the card, asked for my card, amen. Anyway, praise the Lord. <laughs> Maybe y'all don't find that funny. I, I Praise the God, amen. Anyway, so we were standing there. She was shopping, this one lady. She asked her, she said, how you doing? That lady said, oh, and she started naming off all these other things. This lady, <laughs> this lady right here, just got through saying, I'm doing good. But after that, lady started complaining. She said, well, you know, I got knee problems every day I wake up. She was agreeing with this lady, and this lady caused this lady to start complaining to this lady. And it's like, wow, this is like a reverberation just as you throw a rock in the water, and it goes out and goes out. Can I tell you, you can be a reverberation of faith. Because somebody asks you, how you doing? Well, I can tell you right now, not everything's going right, but... Somebody say, but. But is a conjunction. Because God's not done yet. <laughs> somebody say, amen. He's still a-working. I said, he's still a-working. Somebody say, God is working. So what we honor, watch this. So why did he say, speak the word only? Watch what he said. Jesus was looking for faith, number one. But number two, the centurion honored his word. 
So let me give you this. What we honor will come to you. If you honor God, it'll come to you. If you honor the Word, guess what? Revelation knowledge will come to you. If you honor the Spirit of God, guess what? Spirit of God will increase. If you honor the anointing, guess what? The anointing increase. If you honor Him with your money, guess what? It'll increase. If you honor Him with your job, guess what? Your job will be blessed. If you honor Him with your house, guess what? It'll be blessed. If you honor Him with your children, guess what? They will be blessed. What you honor will come to you. But watch this. What you dishonor repels off of you. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. So if we don't honor the Word, then the Word can't work. Why? Because confession means to say the same thing as the Word of God says about you. Confession is the mind, the mouth, and the heart all working together. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. That's why he said take, thought, take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Why? Because the, uh, the mind's got to line up with the Word. And if the, word, the mind will line up with the Word, and the heart will line up with the Word, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So then the mouth will line up what you think. The mouth will line up with what you believe in your heart. So all three are together. And guess what? You're going to watch some things happen. God going to start answering some prayers. There's some miracles going to take place because you're hungry for more of God. How many of you believe that today? Amen. So let me get to this. Let me get to this. This is where I've got to get. And I just got a few more minutes. Just hang with me. Can, is that all right? Oh, man, I'm already late. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 17. Can I give you this? It says, for truly I tell you. Jesus said this. Watch this. Jesus said, for truly I tell you, if you have faith, watch, the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, watch, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing, everybody shout nothing, nothing, will be impossible to you. Now watch this. I never knew this to this year. Jesus said, have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. I never knew this to this year. A mustard seed comes from a mustard seed plant. Everybody with me? A tomato comes from a tomato plant. So a mustard seed comes from a mustard seed plant. Everybody with me? Do you know, and you might already know this, but I didn't know this, so I'm going to tell you a revelation from me. The mustard seed plant is the only plant in the whole world that cannot be cross-pollinated. The only, only plant that's never, ever, ever, ever cannot be cross-pollinated. So we got some rose bushes on our sidewalk right in front of our house. And we got some crepe myrtles behind those rose bushes. Those crepe myrtles bloom. Those rose bushes bloom. The crepe myrtles then drop seeds in the rose bush. So we got a rose bush, and now we got a crepe myrtle climbing up in the middle of that rose bush. So now we got rose myrtles. It's a new bush now. Go invent it. Rose myrtle. My wife said, It's so pretty. I said, No, it's confused. Praise the Lord. It don't know what it is. I'm a rosebush one day, crepe myrtle the next day. But watch this. Any plant can be cross-pollinated. Everybody with me? But where do we start out? What is the language of God? Faith. So he said, have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. So what is he saying? 
Have faith that cannot be cross-pollinated. Have faith that cannot be cross-pollinated. So faith cannot be cross-pollinated with fear, with doubt, with unbelief, with confusion, with worry, with complaining. Somebody say amen. He's saying don't be cross-pollinated. Why? You cannot please God unless you're talking His language. So the moment that you cross-pollinate and you go over here talking fear, you have left His language. You have left the mustard seed faith because it cannot be cross-pollinated. But you opened up to this. That's why I understand what Brother Hagin said years ago. He said the moment that faith comes in the front door, fear goes out the back door. But the moment that you allow fear to come in the front door, faith goes out the back door. Why? Because faith cannot be cross-pollinated. Jesus said, mustard seed faith cannot be cross-pollinated. That's why you can tell. He said, you have the answer by the word of your mouth. Amen. Your answer is in your mouth. You ask them, how are you doing? Well, not so good. Well, there's your answer. <laughs> You're going to keep doing not so good. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> I got to close. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I wish I could give you all of this. Can I give you one more? Amen. Man, I, I'm just so full. Praise the Lord. So, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Let me just give you this real quick. For by grace are you saved. How are you saved? Through faith. I said through faith. Through faith what? That could not be cross-pollinated. It's the language of God. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Grace alone, listen. Grace alone means that God loves, forgives, and saves us not because of who we are or what we do, but because of the work of Christ. So let me give you this, and I'll close, I promise. If something comes from God to you through Jesus, it's called grace. Let me say that again. If something comes from God through Jesus to you, it's called a gift, which is called grace. Salvation is a free gift. He saves you with what? Grace. You didn't deserve it. You can't earn it. All you got to do is believe and receive. It's called a what? Free gift. Everybody say free gift. Free gift. What's a free gift? It's grace. So watch this. Salvation is a free gift. Healing is a free gift. Prosperity is a free gift. It comes from God through Jesus. He died for three things on the cross. He died for your salvation's sake. He died for your healing's sake. And He died for your provision's sake. It's a free gift and it's called grace. See, too many of us think, if I can just speak the word long enough, I'm going to get healed. If I can just sit underneath Pastor Mark's teaching long enough, then I'm going to get healed. No, 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 it's a free gift. All you got to do is talk God's language by faith. Father, I thank you. You was wounded for our transgressions. You, Jesus, was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of his peace, my peace was upon him, and by his stripes I am healed. I receive healing right now. It's a free gift. It belongs to me. Healing virtue is flowing in my body, effecting everything that is wrong and making it right. Somebody shout amen. Somehow, some way, it's hard to get people healed. It's a free gift. 
I said it's a free gift. All you got to do is talk God's language. All you got to do is open up by faith. Say, Lord, I thank you for my healing. Say, Lord, I thank you for my healing. All right, there you go. Lord, I thank you for my healing. Listen, he's not trying to stop healing. He's trying to get healing to you. Why? Because you're an instrument for him. He wants you to do what his word said. Live long. I'm done. Praise the Lord. I got a hush. He's wanting you. That's not my wife calling me, by the way. Praise the Lord. Amen. But watch this. He's wanting you to live long. That's why he said long life shall he satisfy you with and show you his salvation. Long life. Why? Because there is nobody to save in heaven. There is nobody to get healed in heaven. There is nobody to fix in heaven. They already fixed. They already got a brand new body. He needs you down here making a difference in this walk of life. Somebody say amen. Amen. There's so many more people need to be healed, delivered, set free, filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. They need to be helped. I love my son. I'll give him this credit. (laughs) Everywhere we go, it doesn't matter if he's with me or by himself. I'm on speakerphone. He don't care. He'll get done ordering. He'll get done eating. He'll get done getting gas, whatever, paying for gas. He always say, hey, just want to tell you Jesus loves you. That's why he got it on his shirt. Every single person comes in contact with him. Hey, just want to tell you Jesus loves you. And they either say amen or they say, oh. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Put yourself in their shoes. Say you've never been to church. Say you grew up in a foster home. Never been taken care of. Always been shunned off to other people. Pushed off to other people. Never loved. Never appreciated. Never given a chance. Come on, somebody. See, there's people all around you just like that. And all they're wanting is somebody to love them. And let me tell you, there's one who loves him. Them. Unconditionally. And it's called Jesus. I'm learning more right now about Jesus' love, God's love, than ever before. Because here's the thing. If you don't really understand God's love, you can't understand how to meet people's needs. For God so loved the world, He gave. He gave it all just for me. People have problems with other people because they don't understand the God that loves them. They won't forgive other people because they don't understand they're forgiven by a loving Heavenly Father. And so here's where the kicker was. I apologized to my daughter the other day because a lot of times we get the idea of God's love by how our parents treated us. And I apologized to my 18-year-old daughter the other day. So I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong view. Daddy was trying to correct you. Yeah, we paddled you. Yeah, we got upset with you. But don't, don't ever view God's love like daddy did to you. Not that I beat her. Not that we were, you know, defects was caught on us. No way. Praise the Lord. They got away with everything. Maybe two spankings. But our view is that God wants to punish us when we do bad. Come here. Let me show you this. Come here, brother. This is what God does. It's a revelation that hit me past couple of weeks. So watch this. We're living for God. And then we get away from God. Go all the way over there. And God is here. Watch this. And so we sit here and say, I wonder where so-and-so is. I hate they got a church. And all the while, guess what God's doing in their heart? 
the love of God is over here saying, listen, brother, I know you messed up, but I still love you. I still sent my son to die on the cross. There's still a better place for you. There's still a future for you. There's still a better day for you. And so God's love is continuing. The love of God is what leads us to repentance. And so the love of God never stops giving up on us. The love of God is always trying to lead us back to we, where we need to be with Him. He never stops loving us. And our view of God sometimes is distorted by our way of how people loved us or what the world shows us. And I can tell you that we don't really understand His love. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. That's for another time. I'll leave that to Pastor Mark. God loves you unconditionally. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.